With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is that, I, uh, that note of urgency? The Finish Line with Jerry O'Neill and the Shot Doctor. Here's a first and goal from the seventh. Alabama, Josh Jacobs behind the blocking of Damian Harris. Going left, touchdown Alabama. Seven yards. This time he's looking deep. Nobody to throw to. Oh, he's got a wide open man. Martin at the 30. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5. Cuts it back inside. Touchdown, Auburn! Right. We'll take the shotgun snap. Look, throw, have it complete to Renfro. Little tunnel screen. He can cross with the 5. Renfro headed for the end zone. Is he in? Yes, he is. Hunter Renfro's first touchdown of 2017. Comes with 51 seconds left here in the first and makes it 20 to nothing in favor of Clemson. Ellis in the backfield park to his right side. First down to the air. It's protected. He throws intercepted by Miami. This could go for a touchdown at the 10, at the 5. It's Jaquan Johnson. Touchdown, Miami. They're going wild at Hard Rock Stadium. Joe Zagaki is the voice of the Miami Hurricanes. Winners over Virginia last week, 44-28. But Miami trailed 7-0, 14-0, 21-14 at the half. And they were down 28-14 but then rally with 30 unanswered to finish off Virginia. Clemson in a cakewalk over 1AA, the Citadel, 61-3. Much the same for Auburn uh, in a win over Louisiana Monroe, 42-14. A top-ranked Alabama will stay that way tonight with the committee rankings coming out. You can project that, whipping uh, 1AA Mercer 56 to nothing last week. It's rivalry week. we got some great games, four games where top 25 teams will square off. As close to home as Spectrum Stadium, 3.30 Black Friday, we're the home of UCF. The Knights and USF do battle. But let's talk about the big weekend ahead and the season to date. We welcome college football analysts for First Coast News up in Jacksonville, both the ABC and NBC affiliate, our buddy Brent Beard. Brent, how are you? Hey, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Uh, And we're glad to be with you as we come upon – uh, boy, this year it, it has ended uh, up being uh, absolutely one of the most important weeks of the season. Yeah, no question about it. Brent is normally with us Thursday afternoons, uh, but because of the holiday, he agreed to come on with us today. Uh, so we very much appreciate that. Let's talk about the big one, obviously the Iron Bowl, as it is called, the 82nd renewal. Alabama at Auburn. Auburn got our attention, obviously, earlier this football season with the win and the way they handed then previously unbeaten Georgia. So this one uh, people are looking forward to. CBS will have it at 3.30, right, Brent? Yeah, uh, the, so much on the line in this game uh, for both of these teams. The winner wins the West, goes to Atlanta. Uh, and when you look at the stats for both of these teams, guys, they're very similar, particularly offensively. You think Auburn may have a little bit of an edge, but that's not the case. They're uh, they're very similar defense. There's a little bit of difference um, uh, in rush defense, pass defense. 
total defense, but but still um, very similar. Uh, so, guys, I think the the keys to this game would be the Alabama coaching staff not playing tight uh, in this game, being able to spread the ball around. They did that a little bit in the last couple of games, a little bit more misdirection, playing more players, particularly Josh Jacobs, number eight, who had a fabulous game last week. Auburn counters with Jared Stidham, who's played well, and carry on Johnson, who, uh, along with the Alabama running backs, or or not only the best running backs, probably in the league, but some of the best running backs in the nation. So, tell you what, guys, this has to be a barn burner and Jordan Hare coming up on Saturday. Well, Brett, here is the question. If the Alabama defense can stop carry on Johnson, and I think, you know, that, that's going to be the big thing right there. Mm-hmm. And they forced Jared Stidham to have to make big plays down the field. Will Jared Stidham be up to that kind of a task if that's the case? He's got some. Darius Slayton is one of his better receivers that's come up big. If you remember, he made that catch near the goal line against Georgia. The question is going to be, shot daughter, is can, can Auburn protect him? Uh, now, he's not much of a runner. So I think that helps Alabama. But 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 the truth of the matter is, I think what Alabama would like to do would be to make them one-dimensional, uh, as you mentioned, uh, shut down carry on Johnson and force Stidham uh, to be able to make plays. That that's a that's a great point. Kicking game. To do not forget that on two reasons. One, Auburn has struggled as of late in allowing their opponents to run kicks back uh, like Georgia did early in the game. And obviously Carlson, their field goal kicker, is one of the best in the nation. So uh, it, the, the, those those are other aspects of the game to keep your eye on. You know, Brett, Miami's playing Pittsburgh this week to finish off the regular season here. And uh, Miami last week got in a, uh, a tough game against Virginia, believe it or not. And then Miami, of course, got going and they won the game. How surprised were you at how long Virginia pushed Miami and hung in the game? Uh Sean Daughter, I would say that I was surprised, but that's kind of the way Miami has played this season. Uh, you remember they did the same thing, barely beating North Carolina, barely beating Georgia Tech. But the main thing is is, is they keep uh, winning. Um, and in uh, Virginia, to their credit, with Bronco Mendenhall ahead of Miami, tw- not once but twice by 14 points, uh, but, but, guys, this Kane defense has just proven to be terrific uh, in, in a lot of ways. So I, uh, I, could you see a struggle on a rainy, cold day at Pitt? Yeah, I think you probably could. But the truth of the matter is Pitt is not that good. Miami is much better. Uh, and, and these Canes just uh, charge toward the ACC title game playing Clemson very soon. Brent, it's not uh, top 25 head-to-head. But this one gets the attention of a lot of people in the Southeast. It's Clemson at South Carolina this week, who's probably had a, a off-Broadway, below-radar, uh, important year for South Carolina with Will Muschamp there. Uh, could this be upset Saturday? Clemson's going to have to be very careful in this football game. I would normally say no, Jerry, but with that, listen, in these rivalry games – these teams play at another level that you've seen uh, almost anywhere during the season. But for South Carolina, Jake Bentley's done a good job. Sky Moore um, has like 15 career interceptions as a linebacker. I mean, that's unbelievable. 
to think about that. I still think Clemson is the better team, but would it surprise me at all if South Carolina took them uh, deep into the fourth quarter? Quite frankly, uh, it would not. And if you ask me uh, if there's a possible upset uh, in these SEC-ACC games, I would frankly say that might be one uh, that is a real possibility as well as South Carolina has played this year. Our, our guest is Brent Beard, our college sports insider, uh, who talks to us every week. He is also the First Coast News in Jacksonville analyst up there for the ABC and NBC affiliate. Uh, the game this week, Clemson at South Carolina, 7.30 nighttime game on ESPN in Columbia. Uh, let's talk here, Brent. Florida, Florida State. Obviously, neither we could have imagined uh, the storylines that would follow these teams from Labor Day weekend on. Florida has already moved on past Jim McElwain. I don't know whether you have any ear to the ground about uh, the Chip Kelly storylines, but what do you make of this one this week up at the Swamp at noon on ESPN? Uh, Well, some of the things that really stick out for this game, uh, the um, uh, th- this is the first time both teams have had losing records going into the game since 1959, uh, which is staggering. Frankly, if if FSU loses, will be their uh, first losing season since 1976, which is also staggering. And the other thing is, Florida guys last week playing UAB with only 52 scholarship players. You've got 85 as your max, uh, which tells you how undermanned the Gators are. What I'm hearing on the Chip Kelly thing is he wants um, top coach money, probably six to seven million more more per year. Uh, he is deliberate uh, in his thought process. Gator officials did meet with him. He was supposed to. Uh, meet with or at least talk to the UCLA people. We haven't heard any more on that one. I still think he is Florida's number one target, uh, although I still think that if this thing um, lingers over the next few days and weeks or week, uh, that Florida may go to Charlie Strong. Uh, they may go to um, uh, Taggart at Oregon. I think they also like Matt Campbell at Iowa State and what he has done. So I think if you're looking for Chip Kelly and a decision there, uh, it's probably going to go either one way or another within the next week. Who do you think wins the game, Brent? I I think Florida probably can win the game, even though I think Florida State, uh, I think Cam Akers will be the best player on the field. James Blackman, the FSU quarterback, is playing better. Uh, but the disappointing thing, uh, FSU's offensive line continues to struggle. Their defense, which is much better than they have played. Uh, so, but I think Florida would be able to run the ball. Franks can make some plays. Uh, and then Eddie Panera could win the thing on a field goal. So I, I'm, I'm going to take the Gators in a close one. It's 12 noon. ESPN will have it. That's on Saturday. Uh, obviously, there's the Mississippi State-Mississippi game Thursday night. That's the only yes. game in college football. On Friday, I think I've read now, I, I got it here, there are 15 games Friday. There's one game Friday where top 25 teams square off, and as the crow flies, it's probably about five miles from here, 
uh, at Spectrum Stadium, UCF and, and USF. How about that, Brent? Yeah, I love that game. I, that, that's exciting to be able to see uh, how well both those teams, frankly, uh, have been able to play. I mean, Quentin Flowers for for USF has done had a tremendous season in a lot of ways. One of the things, guys, that really got my attention in doing some research for the Georgia-Georgia Tech game is, uh, and Jerry, I know you remember this, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but Georgia Tech had a chance to play Central Florida, but because of the hurricane, uh, that did not happen. I think Central Florida is a better team between the two, uh, but, but but that's something that really just kind of stuck out in my mind, uh, just thinking if they hadn't played that game in September, Jerry, how that could have come out. Yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, I remember it well because we watched Georgia Tech lose its season opener in a game uh, against Tennessee, of which they were the better team for 59 minutes of that game, and and yet got beat late. Uh, and it was one that everybody was very much looking forward to here because the game was going to be at home, and it was going to be the first opportunity to play a triple option team. UCF knew it had a road game at Navy. Uh, Paul Johnson was the Navy coach before he went to Georgia Tech, so there were a lot of storylines there that all – you know, the state got pushed aside with Hurricane Irma and the fallout there. But, yeah, that's a game everybody wanted to play, and especially the athletic director. You know, when you lose a home game like that, uh, you kind of that's tongue-in-cheek, and that's yesterday's news. But nonetheless, an interesting game there, no question. And a lot of teams ended up only getting to play 10 football games. Brent, we got to wrap it up. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Uh, we'll look forward to a visit next week and rehash what goes down this week and uh, preview what those championship games are going to look like, okay? Can't wait, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Doctor, and happy Thanksgiving to all. He loves all right, Thank you very much, my friend. Hearing from this audience via uh, Twitter at Brent Beard, B-E-A-I-R-D. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.